Hello and welcome to Sakura Rangers Podcast. Are we just going to go and skip over the fact that I, before the recording started, implied that you have had sex with Cole at some point? I was going to say something. That's why I had a pause in my entrance (laughs) sentence there. And I was just like, nope, I'm going to let it go. We're going into it. But no, that was that yeah, was. Uh, uh, let that question Rob, keep hang this in. there. <laughs> and no, do not. Rob's mother-in-law gone. listens to this. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where we talk oh, about cosplay conventions. Tyler, start in general. over, please. I'm and just gonna talk over everyone. And we shout this out. This is the intro. Excuse me. <laughs> and we shout out to Rob's mother-in-law. Thanks for listening. Yay, we have a fan. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger, apparently. I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger. I'm John. I'm the Silver Ranger. And I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger and have never had sex with Tyler. That's That's why I'm last. Yeah, yeah. In call-out order. Yep. It is in the order that I have either beaten down or had sex with. And none of you have been beaten down. (gasps) I have hit, no, I haven't hit Rob. Have I punched Rob in the face on prop? I don't remember. You have not punched me in the face. You have punched me in the gut. Okay, there we go. We've all done cosplay chess together. At least once. I think we've all hit each other in cosplay chess before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Or you've slept with a lot of people, you slutty, slutty ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Would that surprise anybody? I plead the fifth. Anybody who uh, follows our Instagram, look at a picture of Tyler and tell me, do you believe that he is the slutty slutty ranger? Get that on a t-shirt. You, I'm a naughty, <laughs> to be, naughty to be, power to be, ranger. To be, to, to be bow, totally bow, honest, bow, Amy is bow. the first time is the first girlfriend I've ever known of Tyler's. I am the only one that matters. True. <laughs> this is factual. There we go. She's someone you can take home to your family and friends. I am the only person he's taken home to his family and friends. Right now, anyway, it's only let's talk about what nerdy the hell were the stuff. rest of them like? <laughs> let's talk about <sighs> whatever we were going to talk about today. What are we going to talk about today? I'm here. Uh, well, conventions aren't happening, so that's one third of our podcast out. Yep. Uh, <laughs> TwitchCon San Diego got canceled. Cosplay is a thing we do, but we're not really doing it. Some of us are. Some of us are. Making. I'm working on cosplay. I just got a cosplay oh. commission. For, oh! Yeah. Um, oh, nice. I'm going to make. Uh, so, you know how I'm the official mascot of Meadowlark Comic Con? Mm-hmm. They have another one in Illinois called Gem State Comic Con, and I am making the mascot costume for the nice young woman who's going to be doing that cosplay. Cool. So, Ooh. it's similar to Supergirl, which I've already made, so it'll be kind of fun. Um,. And then I'm also working on some stuff for Okisoracon. They're doing some online panels, and I am their guest of honor, which is was really exciting when I was going to fly to Montana, and it's still really exciting, um, but virtually. It is virtually exciting. <laughs> um, but I love to travel, so I am sad to miss that. But yeah, Montana, and then I've been working close. on Princess Anna from Frozen, and I'm just painting that whole coronation dress, so that's just kind of an ongoing background therapeutic deal. Well, just don't add a million and a half jewels to it, and you won't be Boy, insane. I already got packs of those crystals. I am ready to E6000 those bad boys down. You should contact Mama Samu and ask how she stayed sane when she did the same thing. I know how she, I know how she does it. I have had an uh, embellishing crystal fest with Mama Samu, and it is, it is fun. I learned, I learned her ways. I've learned a lot from her, actually. I'm really grateful. Um... But yes. Sorry, Tyler, yeah, only... to totally rebuttal. I, I, yeah, you got stuff. I'm That's always good. working on That's cosplay. Good. Because always what's better for working. quarantine depression than becoming a princess? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> How can you be sad when you're twirling in a ball gown? Should be a slogan on a Mama Samu shirt. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Oh, when are we just going to start a t-shirt company and just have all these t-shirts pumping At out? At some point, we have to. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll just play. We'll just play T Fury on Jackbots, and then just order like fifteen of them. We'll, we'll have a strike pitch. We'll, we'll all go. Okay, you got to draw something that's related to this topic, and we all submit our designs, and then we got to write slogans for all those designs. Uh, and it would be. It's a very, very controlled to a topic, not just random shit all the time, mm. but sometimes maybe. Hey guys, we're the like- we're the Soccer Rangers. We're a podcast slash skit group slash cosplay chess participant slash cosplay group slash t-shirt factory. <laughs> <laughs> I like how all of us will have the different slogan. Hi, we're the Soccer Rangers. We're uh and then yeah, underneath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, diversify. It's this is this is basic economics, guys. This is how we gotta do it. This is how we progress further down. Uh, well, there we go. We got that. We got conventions ticked on the list. We got cosplay ticked on the list. Okay, now let's go down to nerdum. What's in the realm of nerdum for us today, boys, girls? Uh, Wait, the tick? Is that on your cosplay list? I'm pretty sure that's on Rob's cosplay list. It's on my list. (laughs) The tick? Yeah, you just said tick cosplay. Cosplay tick. Let's 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 talk about that for a second. Because if we did, if we did cause, now we're just in a tangent, and I love this. Because <laughs> I want to talk about the tick cosplaying. I want to do that because I would definitely be the moth. Yeah, uh, you you would be Arthur. Yes, to my so, magnificent. Cole can be Batman. Well, <laughs> the Batman win. Batman win. Rob, you are like the perfect inverted triangle for super muscular hero types. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got keep a few your, things going in my favor. My dad bod and ability to be Patrick Warburton is one of them. I have a quick question. I have mm. never watched uh, Hero Academia, but I do know a little bit about it. Um, can Tyler be a uh, deflated version of... What's his, what's his name? Um, one, All Might. Of All Might? Yeah, pretty easily. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Tyler, yeah. Uh, Robert could be full size and then... Tyler just, like, for some reason at cosplay chess, we just throw a, a sheet in the air, and I was like, oh, I'm weak. See, see, here's the, the one problem is... with that, though. He's already a great Aizawa. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. number two, if he was going to be the skinny All Might, he'd have to be spitting blood a lot. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'd rather just dress DJ up as him and just <laughs> continually stab him. Mm-hmm. It'll be far number more realistic, three. and he will commit. Number yep. three, I'm determined to be Miss Jokes while Tyler's Aizawa because I am so into puns. Uh, yeah. Jesus. With that yeah. in mind, I'd like to announce that the Soccer Rangers now have an embargo against My Hero Academia cosplay, so that will sadly never go and come to be. The Tick is my favorite My Hero Academia student. <laughs> <laughs> he flunked out of it. He would. Um... But yes. going back into some more nerd dumb stuff, um, if you wanted to hear about our opinions of the PlayStation Five, check last week. Wow, that's we've never called back to a last week episode before. Well, yeah, no, well, occasionally I go and work something in to go and call out, you know, previous guests and whatnot. Uh, oh, you know, crazy. like I, Annie Just Three on Instagram. I prefer to live in the present, man. You know what? If you worry about the past or the future too much, you're not really living, man. I live in the future. It's well, horrible. There's death everywhere. Well, I'm going to... Well, speaking of the future, um, and I'm taking Cole's my role segwaying. as the video game person. Segwaying. Yeah, man, let's get back into the past, uh, which is when we had segments, which is going to be the future, which is now the present. But in any case... What? Um, <laughs> My brain. First off, um, TwitchCon uh, San Diego has been officially canceled as of today. Um, unfortunately, um, TwitchCon uh, Amsterdam was canceled back in March, but of course, and now, and just today, they made it official that TwitchCon San Diego will not be happening this year. Cole, you need yes. to say that like you're telling somebody their relative just died, because that's yeah, how much cons mean. Definitely. Yeah. 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 That's sad. It is sad. I've actually Sorry, really wanted to go to TwitchCon. Uncle just died. The con just, just died. Who can give a better con eulogy than Cole? We gather here today. Okay, I'm not. It's not a eulogy. It's not dead forever. <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to say goodbye to a good friend of ours. Mm. Something that has given us so much joy over the years, and been the place. 
for social media influencers and aspiring cosplayers looking for a good payout in competition. Hmm. hmm. Today we say goodbye to another one in 2020. TwitchCon San Diego has sadly left us. It's expired, this mortal coil. But it will rise again in 2021. It shall return. And we shall be all the more grateful for it again when it comes. Hallelujah. We will have missed it. But it will be good. I feel the spirit of TwitchCon. And we will together be able to go and worship at the altar that is a company that will go and let the thoughts get away with whatever the hell they feel like. <laughs> but the one time that a man stands up from his chair and forgets the fact that his pants are not fully zipped up will be demonetized for the rest of the month. <laughs> demonetized. Um, so if you don't edit organ music behind that... I will literally burn this podcast down. <laughs> by the way, Amy, um, have you by chance listened to the episode of the... Um, Were you edited? Were you edited when I said to edit? No, yes, I haven't, but I Tyler did every single. It the funny thing is, is that I left in the pods was like, Cole, make sure you put this in, like, in, this, put this in. And I'm like, no, I will not be doing this. But I don't know. By the way, that was two weeks in a row that Amy has requested things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she requests things often. Actually, yeah. <laughs> she's the most demanding. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think it was member. chirping chipmunk noises or something. Raccoon noises. Right. I'm entitled. Carry me. Yeah, she's never edited <laughs> anything. My feet are tired. Life. Carry me. <laughs> yeah, she's Amy, never seen. Amy, you're seated. <laughs> Carry me. Um, but also, um, also another thing that has been. Not canceled, but pushed back. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 has been pushed back till November 17th, I believe. Yep. From September. Um, personally, I think that's a good thing. Um, it makes sense. Yeah. It's like for the guys that are making the game and what they've made in the past, haven't they pushed other things back they, or taken yeah. a long time? They did the, the same wi- with Witcher. The Witcher yeah. 3 was pushed back a couple times but also had a pretty far release date just to get everything right yeah it's just yeah and the fact is, the is that and 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 we've talked uh, we've talked to this with this personally before off cast but the fact is is that the witcher vanilla witcher without dlc or without version one when it first came out was still a masterpiece with very little problems before patches and anything like that mm-hmm. And the fact is, is that they were able to do such a good job. They need to keep up that that quality that people yeah. come to expect. Because let, let's just think about this from the perspective. Right now, CD Projekt Red is riding a lot of good vibes. It's become a really celebrated studio, despite, in all honesty, still being pretty niche in terms of market appeal. You know, before the podcast, I was kind of looking up just video game sales numbers. And yes, The Witcher... Three Wild Hunt since its release has sold an impressive 28 million units. But that's also over the course of a really freaking long time. Mm-hmm. When Between was re-releases? Three, when was Wild Hunt released? I don't oh, think God, you can call it a niche market after they have a Netflix series. Well, no, here's the thing though. Because you gotta remember, The Witcher is not a video game series. It's a book it was a book series. series. It yeah. got turned into a movie. It has grown into something, but the reality is, in terms of global sales, that is a good number, but it's not out of this world in terms of what you go and expect for something that costs that much to go and develop. It's more in line with, like, Bioware in terms of what they've been able to go and do. Very celebrated studio, sells good numbers, but the reality is only going to be able to sustain themselves so much without going and having a good series of releases... And maintaining quality standards. Bioware's on its last leg after having two less than stellar releases happen. And this uh, is after what, writing... What was what was that number for Wild Hunt again, by the way? 28 million. So 28 million over five years. Yeah. No, when you consider the fact that a lot of those are... Or that a lot of that is probably people that have purchased on console that have migrated over to PC, as we've seen big changes going on there... 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people rebuy games. It's got a very active modding community. So um, yeah, you're you're talking about something that really goes and adds up. Are but, you saying they should just Bethesda it and shit the game out and then patch it a million times and then, God, then enter no. battle no, royale mode? No, no, no. This this is what made Bioware into such a relevant uh, company and also what's destroyed them as well. Yeah, when you're going and talking about the quality of their releases as they've gone through, Bioware started off very strong, and despite having a couple of issues here and there, mostly related to changes in console generations, they gained a very good reputation for the polish that they have on their products. That's also the reason why I think a lot of gamers feel betrayed, especially fans of the Mass Effect series with what came out with Andromeda, where the game really did go and ship broken. And then in the case of Anthem... I, I still have no idea what the hell has happened to Anthem. It's still around. Technically, yes. I mean, EA... This is the weirdest thing for me, and it's, sorry, minor tangent here, but EA oh, has I not love pulled... Oh, Yeah, EA has not pulled the plug on that game or Bioware yet. This is the most anti-EA policy I have ever seen, where they just keep throwing money at a game that, from everything we've seen behind the scenes, Bioware chose to launch... Even outside of EA's recommendations to go and get it out, to go and try to make some numbers. It is the weirdest thing. I do not know what they see in that game that has them still committing millions of dollars to development of that thing. And still fixing core problems that should have been dealt with before release. It's anyway, sad. going back to CD Projekt Red though, right now they're at the high point. You know, They're at the high watermark like on where Bioware used to be. And the problem is, that line is just going to continue to get higher and higher. Quite honestly, I think they're smart that they're going and switching roles entirely. Going from their acclaimed Witcher series, which has just gained more and more notoriety, more and more fandom. You need to go and change it up. Because the problem with staying in one realm, one vein, is that you always have to have something waiting in the wings. What are you going to do to improve the formula? What are you going to do to fix this? They need to go and have Cyberpunk uh, 2077 be a really polished, really well-developed game. Because we know that it's going to sell very well. How well will ultimately be determined by whether or not people are into that aesthetic? I have some concerns just based on how poorly the Blade Runner sequel uh, did at the box office a couple of years ago. Mm. Like, how the hell did that fail? But I have two words for you, Rob. What was that? I have two words for you on why this game's going to succeed. Mm. Keanu Customizable Reeves. dong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu. Okay, okay, yeah. Like um, I said, it's going and, to succeed. That's and the thing is, really... Robert, though, you can customize the size of your dong in any, any single one of those games. You just need a mod for it. <laughs> okay, Cole. Oh, Number goodness. one, didn't need to know that. Number two, how much time do you spend on Lover's Lab? Uh, <laughs> oh, anyway. gosh. No, but really, the game is going to be a success. Just based on The Witcher and how well it's performed, we know that it's going to do well. Like I said, how well it does, you know, will it do Witcher 3 numbers? Will it be Witcher 1? That's something we don't really know. Anytime you have an established studio launching a new IP, it's guaranteed to go and have a certain level of success. But whether or not general audiences are into it, that comes down more to personal taste. Once again... Blade Runner being such a celebrated movie originally and having a much-anticipated, much-wanted sequel for many years, for it to go and come out and be one of the worst-performing theatrical releases of that year, despite going and having Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling in it, Hmm. doesn't make a lot of sense. I love Ryan Gosling. Sorry. That's just it. Yeah, Hot as hell. Yeah, it's... It's one of those things. I thought for sure that thing was going to be one of the biggest hits of the year, and it ended up being one of the biggest flops to go and come out. Like, it sank the rest of the Blade Runner franchise. They wanted to make it into something bigger. And, yeah, it's just dead in the water now because of it. I don't think that's going to be the case with Cyberpunk. It's just a question of how much does it gain in terms of sales and notoriety. That's always going to be the question. And then there's a follow-up to it, especially attaching somebody like Keanu Reeves to it, which is going to go and get a lot of... How do I put this? Um, Filthy casuals. (laughs) Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. Filthy casual attention. Yeah. That's a nice draw 
But that also means that if the game is as polished as it should be, and as I expect it will be, if the game is as good as I suspect it will be, then you have another problem. What are you doing in the sequel? Mm. How do you make it bigger? How do you make it better? Because a lot of times when you do something like this, once again, from an established franchise, or say from an established uh, company, and quite honestly, I can't call it a franchise, but an established um, concept like this, what are you holding back for the next release? And potentially the one after that. I think The Witcher hit its logical extension, and I'm really excited to see what they do with Cyberpunk, and I hope it's a big enough success that it goes and justifies more games, because I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that. Because really, if you're going and putting in the customizable genitalia right off the bat with the first game in a franchise, I mean, where do you go from there? <laughs> well, again, uh, how much did they change between the first, second, and third Witcher games? John, Quite a bit. if you would, please. Quite a bit. The first, the first. Take it away. So yeah, I mean, I played the first Witcher game back when that first came out, and mind you, I knew about the books. The first Witcher game was like a time base. You had to click the left mouse, then the right mouse, and then the left mouse to perform basic attacks, and it was very time based. So it played like a very early 2007s kind of action like action um like pc game when it went on to the witcher 2 that's when they took more of like the modernized look they were like you're able to walk around uh you were just using you had uh light attacks and heavy attacks um and there was more it was easier to uh acquire money to upgrade your weapons that was another problem with the witcher 1 the witcher 1 is still a great game it, the story's fantastic but it took forever to acquire enough money and materials to upgrade your weapons and armor. And when they went into Witcher 2, that's when it became a lot more simplified, I guess is a good way to say it. You were able to, like, more get better weapons, better armor. And then in the Witcher 3 is when it hit its zenith and became, like, the true open world action RPG character customization. So, honestly, it went through quite the evolution throughout its lifetime going from Witcher 1 up to 3. So it's actually quite impressive to see how far it's come. Hmm. Well, there you go. Well, then that is a question of... Because uh, that always brings up how much does a sequel need to change or reinvent itself before it is a sequel if it just needs to add features or add story or does it need to completely change how it's played to be a sequel to the point where maybe it's not even the same game anymore uh which or in sometimes has people either or, or in gone or in some cases of the uh witcher free they introduce a side game that became so popular that became its own game itself <laughs> like that's the kind of additions you want like Gwent, yeah. it became its own separate game because people enjoyed it did. Gwent. I even have Gwent it's... on my phone to pass the time. It's a spin-off game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I think about that, like, uh, I immediately jumped to my mind. It's odd how similar I keep just thinking back to, like, Fallout mm -hmm. uh, and Bethesda because of how, well, they change drastically, but they change for different reasons from yep. the first two to the fallout 3 and uh such because well they changed studios mm -hmm. oh do, so do, have you heard the yeah. full story of how fallout came to be yeah i well, i swear we've talked about it we talked about it on here and let's I'm do a quick, let's do a quick overview of it real fast because we talked lower at one point mm -hmm. so yeah we had a big ass fallout episode that was like one of yeah. our best episodes because we got those bethesda copies mm -hmm. yeah for mm. fallout 76 uh, where yeah, we could take but... selfies in poses, where I took a selfie next to a cat that was glitching into the ground. Oh. I walked around in my underwear and a party hat, just like in real oh. life. <laughs> you let people oh, know too much about you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that drastically that game drastically changed. Uh, it even had a spin-off mobile phone version. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's all. That's all I gotta say. We went on a tangent. Do we want to go on the tangent of how what happened to that game, or do we want to keep it at that? 
Let's keep it at that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, but we'll anyway, keep it at that. But, I, we'll wait for Bethesda to do something to piss me off with the Fallout franchise again. But oh. yeah, but yeah, jumping back to fall to um, Cyberpunk. It's a good thing CD it's being. Right? I, I personally think it's a good thing. A little bit yeah. more time never hurts a game. Well, and a little bit benefit. of more time. I, I I say a little bit extra time doesn't hurt a game. Where's Where's Half Life Three? It, it no, it didn't help Duke Nukem. But Duke <laughs> Nukem but, was doomed from the beginning. It, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let got, people. Yeah, I'll I'll let people watch that episode of What Happened uh, on Matt McMuscle's uh-huh. YouTube channel for that whole story. Because my God, I I would be driven to drink if I had to go and give the whole story of what the fuck happened with that game. We did though. Mm. We did give that story about two years ago. I know. I just, there's more than I realized. Uh, but yeah, I also think that Cyberpunk benefits from this delay for a different reason. Well, of course, COVID-19, obviously. Well, actually, well, no. That's not even really it. Although I suspect that probably has something to do with the delay. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, there's another thing that I don't think they were expecting. Because remember, Cyberpunk got pushed back really before a lot of the social isolation, shelter-in-place, quarantine, whatever happened, country yeah. you're in and what they're going and calling, whatever level of uh, action they took. There's another factor that went on because they had announced that pretty early on as a result of all of this a lot of games that were going to be set for late spring early summer ended up getting moved to those fall release periods Mm -hmm. just to make a point and i do think that this was intentional on square enix's part uh the avengers game that they announced at e3 back in 2019 uh, ended up moving to the week before Cyberpunk comes out. Right. Uh, the ri- the have... date before they moved it back? Mm-hmm. Or, no, no, or this, is, this is what, yeah, this is the date now. No, but I do find it interesting as well that before that, they had moved the release date to, once again, the week before it. So I'm waiting to see if Square Enix goes and moves the release date once again, because I can't imagine that there aren't fans that cross over between those two, both interest bases as well as just general fandoms. I have to imagine there's probably a lot of crossover on there, and nobody wants to be the one that goes and comes out immediately following another big release. And once again, with this being a new jumping-off point and a new, quite honestly, video game franchise, despite having the concept well-established... I think that it's smart on CD Projekt Red's uh, side to go and move into November, which not only puts it in a better place as far as holiday sales are concerned, where it might be a little bit more of a slow takeoff, but a longer, but a better overall result uh, long term. There's that benefit there, and it's also coming out around the same time that we generally go and get the Battlefields, the uh, modern or the uh, Call of Duties. The games that generally go and have a release for holiday that mm-hmm. don't really engage that kind of audience. Mm-hmm. And especially with new console launches going on during that period of time, that provides, once again, another boost as well, both to old generation units, if there is a shortage, which there's likely to be of both the new Xbox and the PlayStation 5, uh, just due to manufacturing limitations. That's going to push a lot of people that can't move next generation for the holidays into other options that are already established on the formats that they have. Mm-hmm. And they are pushing very hard right now for both PlayStation and Xbox sales on the current platforms. I think the fact that they haven't officially announced the next-gen port of it is a really smart move, especially given the place that they're putting themselves in. We know it's eventually going to go and release on that. Yeah, of course. But... For right now, they're being very smart, I think, with moving the date. Even if it is just for polish, the suggestion of where they're going to is a place that I think they're more likely to go and have success than immediately following a game that, quite honestly, is going to have a lot more casual appeal, despite the Keanu connection. Because <laughs> there was already Keanu... it was already exciting before he even was announced. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know if this is true. I'm seeing some things because I just started looking up. It, yeah. it feels weird with how close. I guess they haven't even really announced dates for the next consoles, but 
that's that used to be the thing when well, I guess how often they've announced new consoles is that some games have pushed their self back to then be in line with the new console mm-hmm. uh, because that was what I think Psychonauts did that it was supposed to be on PC but then they were coming out with the Xbox so they pushed back their release date to get onto this new console mm-hmm. um, so I looked up what it is and uh the only thing i saw is that uh owners of the xbox one version will be able to freely download and play the xbox uh x version for free and i remember seeing something about that for playstation 5 i think maybe maybe not i didn't say for playstation 5 but yeah oh or no that was just uh grand theft auto that was the Grand Theft Auto, yeah, where they talked yeah. about, uh, well, yeah, if you had PlayStation Five, it, uh, that was all. That's all I want to talk about because they actually when the, they didn't say it fully, but then I looked it up. Uh, PlayStation, the Grand Theft Auto, they were they're not treating it as Grand Theft Auto Five, they are treating it as Grand Theft Auto Online as a they're they're shipping it now as like a standalone, so you can get grand theft auto online for free but not gta 5 they're like they're starting to separate the two right uh with gta with uh playstation 5 uh so i don't know i don't know if that's trying to the, what they're trying to say with that is that they're trying to make gta online not a they're they're getting rid of the number and they're just going to keep on do you think that means that they're going to start adding more maps? No. No. Like exploration map. I mean, no. What what they're doing right there, and this is smart on their part. They're basically making GTA Online free to play, which yeah. means monetization out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's... thing's that thing's already the golden goose. I mean, it just keeps laying eggs for them all over. Now you're promising it on launch day, they're promising a whole bunch of enhancements. They're giving you free money to get you hooked. The yeah. first taste is always free, boys. And every <laughs> expansion is new stuff for free, but it costs in-game money to get. So more time for you of you playing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we you can have you could have the 1.5 million needed to go get yourself the current thing, a new arcade, and then you spend money to fix up that arcade, but you get all new missions and all new cars and all these new things that you can have for free and play the game and get it or you can just buy another shark card and get all of it real yep. quick. <clears throat> that shark card always disappears so goddamn quickly. <laughs> <laughs> But you have a new fancy fully loaded plane and fully loaded car and arcade. And you can just keep doing heists after heists after heists after heists. Yep. I can't tell if you're calling out yourself or John in this situation. Hey. I just did that. I <laughs> just did that. John is just a... Uh, he. It's it's adjacently saying it to John, but I wasn't pointing at you. I, I, I bought one shot card. That's it. I bought... You do always yeah. complain about being broke. Because <laughs> I wasted on cars. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a really quick question about that. I just was thinking about this when Robert was talking about um, Cyberpunk. But Cyberpunk is, at this moment, only going to be solo, correct? Or have they talked about co-op? Oh. I think it's only solo. I don't think they've talked about co-op, have they? I, I might be talking about my ass. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not 100% sure on that. I know at some point they had been talking about the debate with co-op, but I don't think they ever actually stated that there is a, or a mode in there. And honestly, I would hope that there isn't, because it sounds like this is going to be a very strong narrative-based storyline, and okay. I, don't, I don't know how you make something in the artistic way that they have with their previous games. I don't know how you do that while still engaging in co-op that doesn't just feel awkward yeah i guess that makes that's, sense that's but then again skyrim down. is technically a one-player game but people have modded it yeah well, yeah but i mean um, once again that's people modding it that's very true it's so yeah the same, yeah i've yeah, never used really a mod i don't really count that 
Because, like, no, most people don't use mods. Or, like, I don't know. I don't feel like most people use mods. Only my hardest chorus of friends are like, have you checked out this mod? I have a friend who makes mods for Skyrim. I was like, that's crazy to me. To the it Nexus. Is, it's, like, it's like fan fiction for games. Like, sure, you can write anything. You can make anything happen, truly. You can have all your... Uh, all your dragons just be Thomas the Tank Engine flying <laughs> at you. But, like, yeah, you can write fan fiction about Thomas the Tank Engine having sex with a dragon. Doesn't mean it's canon. Mods aren't canon. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, that's true. But then again, you could also play Fallout, uh, Fallout and shoot Thomas the Tank Engine at a fucking, uh, uh, at a Deathclaw. Mods. Well, because the, ta- the, well, the Deathclaw is also Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, guys, exactly. it's, you just have that everywhere. The best mod I ever put into my copy of Skyrim was the one that made it so whenever you did a uh, shout, it just was a fart. Um, just a quick... <laughs> and here I thought it was the Starview Valley anime, or anime mod. Excuse me? Starview <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Amy, I'm, I'm kind of... It's kind of saddened right now. You you haven't gone onto the Nexus mods and seen what's Excuse available me. for Stardew. Nani? <laughs> <laughs> Nani? Yes, I've, no, I've seen a lot of funny Stardew Valley mods. I didn't realize I was watching mods and I found out about the tractor. There's this channel <laughs> called Dangerously Funny and he has a tractor. I'm like, Tyler, we have to buy the tractor. He's like, Amy, I'm I like, don't think that exists. Amy, no. that doesn't exist. That's not a thing. <laughs> no, no, I saw it on a YouTube video. Like yeah, that was actually, a modded video where they're turning people into seeds. Sure. They don't tractors don't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with 341 million unique downloads. Oh, the God. tractor mod. Mm-hmm. Oh, the tractor mod is a very popular one. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't even play Stardew Valley and you know about the Stardew Valley mods? That's I watched it. I I uh let me find the YouTube channel. You, you watched Dangerously Funny? Yeah, that yep, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, there we go. He <laughs> He's very, everything. he is very funny. I love that man. Dangerously awesome. funny. Depends. He, I personally, I, I do. Like you want to be turned he, into a seed? <laughs> I personally think that his uh, the guy's um, tone of his voice is actually very relaxing. So <laughs> it's very interesting. I like putting his videos on and just passing the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> Okay, vicariously listening it through your sleep, I guess. Yep. Uh, mods aren't canon. <laughs> Put that but on a shirt. They can make the game more fun. Yep. They can't. Oh my god, that was the pictures. Rob's looking Rob, at the pictures. Rob, you of... can't screen share when we're in auditory medium. No, that's god. just for you, babe. That's just for you. <laughs> oh, my waifu, Abigail. Wow, they look way better as as anime. <laughs> Anumes. They made Pam hot though. That's stupid. <laughs> Pam looks lolly. Where the fuck is yeah. Oh, there she is. Yeah. I think that's But bad. at least Jody and Robin look like different people. I like the wizard. Yeah. I like the wizard. Anyway, sorry everybody. We're an auditory medium, but here we go. Who the fuck is that bitch? Did they make the goblin? A, they made the uh, Krobus? No. No, not that's not Krobus. That's the dwarf. They the don't dwarf. have Krobus up there. Krobus, give me Krobus. Krobus, you, <laughs> you will be mine. Krobus. <laughs> so Tyler, Krobus what have you done on the farm while Amy goes and does shit? Uh, he does the farm. That's I it. Know. Uh, yeah. That's why like, I, I I paved a whole bunch of new pathways because I didn't find out until later that pathways you could put down. So we just had shitty brick everywhere, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just like oh. I got this recipe, and I'm like, "Oh, this actually, this is not floor. This is not flooring. It's pathway recipes to make fancy paths everywhere." So, goddamn, only took me two years. I like to go and befriend everyone. Right now, I only have like five villagers who are not my best friend. That's yeah. That's what she's worked on a lot. She everyone's friends with her. I'm friends with no one. (laughs) You're friends with Gus. And I'm not even fully friends with him yet. I've just been working on it. Yeah. It's just I never leave the farm. I'm too busy. I just put in a good hard day's work, and then it's time to go to bed. And Gu- I go, you know. guys, you want to hear something stupid? What? Uh, Tyler and I got Stardew Valley married on our real life dating anniversary. Not on <laughs> per- ac- not on purpose. On accident. 
That's Did we? Yeah, stupid. That's a big deal. It's not, but but it was a cool. It was a very cute coincidence. You can edit that out of the podcast. I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> that's that's in that's in December. Yeah. Oh, in the game on the calendar. Gotcha. I thought when we were actually playing, I was like, we weren't playing that day. Oh no 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 no. The game the game calendar. It was December twenty sixth. Yeah. 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 Except yeah. I didn't realize it didn't change your outfit, so I'm like, I'm in an orange hoodie. <laughs> it changed mine. Mine was changed because I was the one being married off, like the wife. Yeah. See what you, you need. Because I'm better what at What you mining. need is seasonal villager outfits. Another mod on Nexus. That's actually pretty cool. I like that because they always just wear the same thing too. Rob's just showing us all these Stardew mods that we should just be pumping into our game. Oh, is it gonna break it? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm not willing to let our three-year-old farm that we've put, like, almost 100 hours into. The, these are pretty well established. Like, you this put one in here... Mod in it, and it crashes the farm, and then it becomes, like, a post-apocalyptic wasteland. There's a mod for that. Yes. I, I just like turning people into seeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. the alternate, the expanded romance ones. Mm-hmm. I'll watch those forever on YouTube. I guess mods have a place in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, they do, because why wouldn't they? Because mods, like, there's, okay, there is a lot of mods out there that, uh, like, all of the Minecraft stuff, like, those those Minecraft mods themselves, we would just... So they they just have packs that you can just download the pack to install and it completely refreshes and changes the game and some of those mods you can just have a single one of those mods and you just spend all your time on it because uh, that was when we used to play tons and tons of Minecraft and I would always just get stuck into one of the various magic ones, the Thermiturge map uh, mod for Minecraft. I could just imply that one and I'd be good. I would just, just You love that up. one. I do. It's probably completely different now, but um, yeah, I don't know. I like magic. I'm a magic boy. I was always the magic boy. Always, always <laughs> made my magic tower. One of these days, I should get my server back up and running, and we can all just play some Minecraft oh, together. Man, yeah, some OG Minecraft. But that was one. Like that's there's some games that uh, are designed like that that are designed to play lots of for a long time, but then. A mod or something or multiplayer or something really refreshes the game because like stardew used to be single player and now they have it as a multiplayer it's cool um all of the fallout or skyrim mods how long has skyrim been a game forever it's on every system why not fill it with all kinds of mods uh but also that was the thing with my back to minecraft of making it just a really pretty game mm-hmm. that was a big thing of just turning that into just a pretty game with all those kinds of mods they put on, like realistic water, ray tracing, and all that jazz. So, yeah, sometimes they can bring brand new life into games. Definitely. Uh, they kind they kind of did some like when they for uh, for Fallout Four and for Skyrim they introduced the Creators Club thing, oh. where guys. What? <laughs> I, 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 okay, no, John, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Well, I, I'm not gonna finish it now after you just did that. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I am vehemently opposed to the Creators Club. I agree as well. Cause yeah, I, it's a cool concept, except for two problems. Number one, when they first released the Creators Club for Fallout Four, they started trying to lock out people from being able to mod their games, which I just have a problem with from the perspective of video game ownership in the first place. Now, since then, Bethesda has proved that they're incapable of going and doing any sort of safe locking. Hence, all the mods that have found their way into Fallout 76. Uh, so, that's one thing. Number two is that a lot of them... There was no quality control checking when it came to what was in the Creators Club. So they were courting people to go and put stuff on there, and a lot of it just ended up being remixed files of stuff that people had made and put on places like uh, Nexus, the Nexus, or Lover's Lap. 
So you um, ended up actually having a lot of piracy that happened as a result of it. Another thing Piracy is, or plagiarism? Plagiarism, I guess, is actually yeah. the right way of putting it. Another thing that that happened as well, um, and I can blame MX Mods for this that I know about this, um, <laughs> is that he would go and get... He would grab one of the mods from the Creators Club, and then he would go and grab the exact same mod from the Nexus. Like, the best... Uh, the Chinese stealth suit is the one yes. that is, is the most particular one that I'm talking about. And then he put them side by side, what they did in-game and everything like that, and looked at them. The version that was on the Creators Club had... Re- horrid meshing like as soon as you got anywhere like close to like a normal size of like where you would be while playing you could easily see that it was just horrible quality while the other one was extremely top quality and you could see you could zoom all the way in and still see beautiful textures um and also there was nothing on the suit at all for like abilities or anything on the one for creators lab that you pay money for and then the other one has like very like has the exact same stats from the old game. <laughs> hmm. So well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It know. just it just shows that a lot of the stuff on the creators lab is horrid quality. Yeah. Well, that's I guess what would you what would you fix it? That's just moder moder modering moder uh, and people uh, yeah. Moderate moderating. There you go. Yeah. I kept on saying, yeah, yeah. Moderation. No, like, I'm not. I'm not against the idea of something like the Creators Club. Oh, yeah. But the way that they incentivize, because one of the great things, and I'll go and give Bethesda a weird compliment on this, the worlds that they have created, despite not being the original creators of the Fallout franchise, you know, they took that one over and made it into something bigger and more successful than what it used to be. The fact that they have created these worlds that people are so engaged with, the fact that I can go on to Nexus Mods right now, and there are 333,000 mods that have been made with absolutely no monetization attached to them. Granted, of different qualities, but the fact that this is a universe that people are so engaged with and are still making new content for... Or updating and working and pre and continuing to program for these some of these mods. There was a mod that I was using at one point. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, I think it was a housing mod for Fallout Three, mm-hmm. um, and I had an issue with it. I was like, "Why is it like this?" And I so I I went onto the page. I typed into this into the page, and I had gone through my mods list. I was like, "Why is it affecting this?" I was like, what's affecting it? So I went through the whole list looking for it. I then went onto the comments of the page. I was like, just so you know, I'm having issues with this mod, uh, of, with your mod conflicting with this mod. Is And within about an hour or two, I went back just because I, I got a notification. I'm like, oh, they replied. Okay. And I went and I'm like, okay, I fixed it. <laughs> and, the guy hadn't, and, and the guy had made the mod two years beforehand. Yeah, and the guy was like, it. okay, I fixed the problem. There's such a great and bold community that does this for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, people that just legitimately have passion for these games and what they've done with them. And you said there was like, like, and for all of those mods that are out there, that's millions of hours of programming time. Just compiled. Like thousands and thousands and thousands of hours people have put into this game. Like, modding is no joke when it comes to programming. Like, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah, like, I just I, I just looked up here. Fallout 4 mods looked for the most endorsed item on there. And it's the armor and, we- or armor and weapon keywords community resource. It's basically just a framework system for better armor and weapons management. Yep, someone just made it so that it would make it easier for other people to make stuff. Yep. Exactly. 160,000 endorsements. Almost 1.8 million downloads. It's just Holy a, shit! Yeah, and, utility and it's, it's, mod. It's, it's used point. as a base yeah. for so many things. Yeah, yeah. It just, no, just and like... actually, there's almost 8 million downloads. There's 1.8 million unique downloads because you have to log into this website to go and do the downloads and to go and add it to your cache. So, 
Mm -hmm. That's not a lot of redundancy. That's freaking amazing. Hmm. Well, there we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mods. They're crazy. They're all yep. around us. Yep. What game should we mod? No. I guess, uh, is, is that mean long story short, maybe uh, Cyberpunk will just have mods and it'll just keep on going? So you could mod yourself in-game and out-of-game. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of that with the customizable genitalia. People are going to want to live that fantasy. Oh, gosh. And with that <laughs> customized genitalia, I say that's a good spot to wrap it up. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be be responsible. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool, no matter how yeah. customized <laughs> it may be. Yeah. And how much do you customize condoms from my 10 foot magnum dong? Well, you just get a custom condom for your custom cock. Yeah, make it LED <laughs> while you're at it. That's Either that or just get a better Ooh, pocket. at RGB? I like this plan. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Just Put like on my computer. That Take us out, Mood lighting. I was trying to. Uh, but we're just too fascinated by dongs. And if you like dongs, I mean podcasts, you can find us at all your <laughs> podcast dong-related places. Uh, well, if you found us, of course you know how hard to find us, but tell your friends. Come listen to us. Tell them to listen to us. We always love people listening to us because we talk about dongs. I mean, nerdum, cosplay, conventions, all that dong. How many times can I say dong? One more time, dong. Anyways, if you want to contact be us, I'm disturbed that this ends up trending on like Pornhub or something like oh, that. Oh, just looking for soccer rangers. Like greatest spot. You know, you've made it big if you're getting pirated <laughs> through Pornhub. Uh, but if you want to contact us, uh, ask us questions, maybe tell us to talk about topics because we we'll talk about anything really. Um, uh, soccer rangers at gmail.com. No. Soccer Rangers Don't podcast at Gmail Talk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting that's a podcast. Why don't we just get both? Get both the mains. Yeah, we should I, get both. We're not just a podcast anymore. I yes. tried, okay? Wow. There's a very angry Filipino lady that is not happy with us. Oh, we've had that conversation already. That's right. Oh, no. oh really? <laughs> okay, I've what? never heard this. Soccer yes. Rangers podcast at gmail.com. Soccer Rangers podcast on Instagram. We got photos there. Facebook, we're on that too. You know how to look us up. It's easy. You, Anyone who listens to this podcast probably knows how to use the internet and can find all of us anywhere by searching that name. Soccer but Rangers. if you don't know how to use the internet and you somehow figured out how to do want to listen to our podcast, good job. Yeah, we I'm use, impressed. We use fire I ain't even mad. We use smoke signals. You can find us by smoke signal. Yeah. You can find us on our Amazon, or not Amazon, <laughs> on our uh, Alexas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> somehow that works. Spotify's. That's all those places. Yes, so, Alexa, play the Soccer Rangers podcast. Boom. At this started. point, we're just going to listen to the outro. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs>